and good evening everyone it is literally the night before thanksgiving like 7 4 50 p.m well i meant to say 7 54 i don't know what the fuck just came out of my mouth but 7 54 p.m wednesday night before thanksgiving i am recording this because i haven't had time literally all day or earlier this week to record because number one couldn't find a movie to record and number two just life was happening to where i could not record so here i am a mixture of procrastination and stress here before you the night before thanksgiving to record another episode of film cj welcome back thanksgiving episode of film cj my name is cj my pronouns are they them let's get the fuck into it honestly i feel like i've watched every good movie under the sun and so i thought let's go back and try to watch a classic movie that i have not seen because many of the classic movies that have come out have been in like the 80s 90s early 2000s where i was probably not born or if i was born i was very young so this week i want to review the movie gladiator that came out in the year 2000 i was literally three years old when this movie came out and i feel like many of my peers have probably not seen this movie and so this movie is a classic as I've been told, and I can understand why, because this movie was freaking fantastic and so satisfying to watch. Again, to keep it pretty high level, as I'm going to be doing from now on, this movie was set during the time period of the Roman Empire, the height of the Roman Empire. They are conquering and pillaging left and right, and it focuses on this one particular general in the Roman army, and he is the utmost upstanding citizen um so much so that he is like kind of the right-hand man of the roman emperor to the point where the roman emperor is dying is dying and he names this general to be his successor even though the emperor has his own son his own children that naturally would succeed him the emperor's son is a corrupt, immoral man. He finds out that his father will, in fact, not name him to be the successor. He is enraged and tries to hunt down and kill this general and basically exile him from the kingdom and kill him. This movie is about persistence, it's about determination, it's about family. It's about loyalty. It's about revenge. All things that make such a good movie to watch. And on top of that, the writing is freaking fantastic. Like for a movie that came out in 2000, which isn't really that old, but at times when you watch like older movies, you can just feel that it could have been better. I feel like for a, a lot of older movies that I've watched, I'm like, this just isn't really doing it for me. I can't really connect with the story or the characters. That is not the case for this movie. 
Another thing that I loved about this film is that there wasn't a super prominent love story. Like there is kind of a love angle to it, but not so much that it overpowers the movie and like becomes a focal point and just detracts from the main storyline in the movie. And I love that because honestly, these movies that are about revenge, that are about war, that are about like colonial empires, like I don't freaking care about the love stories. I don't, I don't, it doesn't move me because in reality, these women were like 17, 18, 19, having to pop out four or five kids many times against their will or the sake of the empire and i'm not done with that i don't really care about it It doesn't add anything so for this movie i was very happy to see that the love story that was in the movie was very minimal and didn't really detract from everything else that was going on another thing that i'll add here is that the writing was very good and it was easy to understand like it's not the like hear ye hear ye type old English that you hear like it's it's a very good balance between appropriate for the time period but also modern enough and easy enough to understand for the now. Russell Crowe is in this movie a very young Joaquin Phoenix is in this movie and by the way Joaquin Phoenix plays a very creepy character in the movie and he freaking sells it he freaking sells it. There's something to be said about a movie that does all of these things well simultaneously, right? And that is why they are called classics. And typically, I will shy away from classics because I feel like the audience that is deeming a movie a quote-unquote classic is typically white men. And I, as a brown and black person do not need to be watching what white men are deeming as classics to put it frankly um but i gotta i gotta give credit where credit is due everyone on this cast and crew slayed it the costumes were great in the entire i felt satisfied as hell watching this movie so what more can you ask for one thing i will say though is that like watching this movie they had hella horses indicative of the time period but hella horses in this movie and those horses were going through it like riding into battle and getting stabbed getting arrows in them falling to the ground you know sliding across the gravel going long distances i'm like damn man like at one point i was googling like were any real horses harmed in the making of gladiator because i was like very concerned about what was happening with these horses and i never really got a definitive answer as to if they were okay or not so if you are someone who is pretty sensitive to that just be aware um nothing super gruesome but it's just be like damn like can the horses rest? Can they get some food? If anything is indicative of a good movie, so this movie is 
20 plus years old, almost 22 years old, and there are people still leaving reviews on Google as of as recently as two months ago for this movie. Russ Q, as of two months ago, said, Gladiator is one of those rare epic films you will want to watch over and over again. The visuals look so realistic, I felt like I was going to be in ancient Rome. Every actor gives it all. Crow delivers a very emotional and strong performance. Connie Nielsen, who plays Commodus's sister Lucia, gives a lot of depth to the character. Phoenix gives off creepy vibes like he did in Joker. This movie shows why Phoenix is one of the greatest actors living today. Okay, that's a little extreme. Reed is impactful in his final film role as Proximo. The art direction and costumes are unlike anything I've seen before. It made me wish to go to a Halloween party dressed up as a gladiator. Gladiator is a movie you'll never forget. I love this movie so much with all my heart. I actually plan on watching the extended version soon, and I'll watch the theatrical version after that. I just really love this movie. Go Maximus. Matt Hawkins, as of one month ago, said, Gladiator, in my opinion, is the greatest movie to ever be produced in the age of cinema and is not likely to be overshadowed for a great many years. The story is operatic in its foundations, but not melodramatic in its deliverance. The actors are all brilliantly cast, with standout performances from Russell Crowe and Joaquin Phoenix, the latter portraying evil to its core and absolutely worthy of an Academy Award. Someone going by classic boxing matches said, I recently picked up a 15th anniversary Blu-ray edition of this film as I saw it in a bargain bin, surprisingly. Gladiator is beloved by many and revitalized the sword and sandals epics of years past in the 2000s, leading the way for future films such as Troy, Alexander, and 300. You certainly can't fault the grand scale of the film, and it's a lot better than others in the genre. The set pieces, the stunts, the battles, the design, all fantastic and still hold up today. But the film is also very depressing, and there's no happy moments or anything that made me smile. It's all very dark and muddy, right down to the color tone they have chosen to use. And although the gladiator fights are well choreographed and look realistic, how they film these scenes doesn't really give you a chance to fully appreciate it, as they use close range or shaky camera effects most of the time, which I understand is a specific style, but it detracts from some of the action. Still great, entertaining fights nonetheless. The film as a whole felt like a slog to sit through due to the depressing nature of the plot. Even the end of the film didn't quite feel like a true redemption for the lead character. The sets and costumes are magnificent and probably the best aspects of the film. You truly feel like you're watching something from ancient Roman times. I can see why people love this movie. It's big, loud, emotional, and not a cent spared on the production value, but it's also very long it's also very long and depressing. I'd happily sit through a montage of the fight scenes rather than the whole movie again anytime soon, but if you haven't seen it, I'd highly recommend it. It's one of the best films of the 2000s. Personally, I would not say that this is a depressingly long movie. It is long and it is sad, but I would not say it's like so depressing. The two and a half to three hours long or the two and a half to three hour movie. Like, honestly, how would you feel if you receive news that you were going to be the next emperor of the roman empire which arguably is one of was one of the greatest strongest most powerful empires of all time and then you get sold off into being a slave like 
yeah, that's depressing. Yeah, that might make you, you know, feel like dying. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's the, the point of the movie. The point of the movie is to get empathy from the audience and be, want to feel like they're in the main character's shoes. And maybe you felt that too much, but I didn't feel like it was so freaking depressing that I felt like at a loss after I watched the movie and especially for a movie that came out in the 2000s like they really the boundaries were not really pushed in that time period I feel like we not a lot of movies did that until very recently where like you really saw it all like everything was on camera they didn't pan away they didn't do any cuts or anything like that um so i disagree with part of this comment that was like it sounds like they're saying like they could barely pick themselves off off the floor it was so depressing after it's not um especially for anyone that's been born around the time when i was born or seen movies recently and doesn't just watch old movies like you'll be fine watching this you'll be fine this movie it's a big fat 10 out of 10 for me seriously like one of the most satisfying great movies i've seen in a long time and i would highly recommend highly recommend like as these people were saying this was like a big production movie and it showed and that money was well spent and went to the right places and everyone freaking showed out in this movie give it a freaking watch strap the fuck in get your popcorn get your drinks get your friend your buddy your significant other your partner or watch it by yourself because it's that good and just enjoy maybe even maybe even watch it thanksgiving day like after you stuff yourself with pie, after you have two to three servings of greens, once you have that macaroni and sweet potato touch on the plate, and you're like, okay, I need to sit down and be still for the next three hours, put this movie on. But I'm realizing as I'm saying this, many people in that situation will probably fall asleep, me, myself included. So maybe in between your post coma, your post eating nap and your second serving of Thanksgiving food, you watch this movie and enjoy yourselves. That's it for this week. So let me know if you watch this movie. Let me know what your thoughts were. Let me know anything that comes to your mind about the episode, about the movie on my Twitter at film with CJ. And thank you for listening to another episode and I will see all my film heads next Thursday.